Welcome to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode 55. I'm your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez. Joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. To my left, we have the 10th wonder of the world, Dickalicious himself, Richard Garcia. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Dickalicious in the house. And joining us, we got the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. Hey, guys. Happy day. Happy 55th. Oh, yeah, 20, yeah, whatever. 55th. It used to be Earth Day. Oh, it used to be. Yeah, it used to be. And right out the crew, you've seen him on the show before. You know him. You love him. He is the big Brad Booty Daddy. Hard work, Brad Tharp. Yowie, wowie. We're going to have so much fun here today. It's yes, gonna we be are. Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. Glad delicious. to be back. Thanks for having me. Hard work is a dope-ass nickname. That's a good <laughs> name, right? That's a good character. Yeah. Um... A lot, kind of a lot going on in the world of professional wrestling. Not a whole lot of news, though. So let's get into that. But before we get into that, let's get a big shout out to our sponsor, LapelYad.com. If you've seen a wrestling pin, these guys have probably made it. And you know what? If you've got one, you're fortunate enough to have some of the coolest wrestling merch on the market. Make sure you go to LapelYad.com and use our promo code PUTMEOVER. And in turn, that website will put you over and you'll get 20% off your entire order. They got pins. They got buttons. They got stickers. They got shirts. They got merch. Go check them out because they're a great sponsor of the show and they're really great people running a great company. So go check them out. And also go to our Shopify account at putmeover.com and you'll get 10%, 20%. What's, what are we working with right now? We got 20% deals Ooh, going 20. on right now. Go to the Put Me Over podcast for all the hottest and latest in Put Me Over merchandise. We got shirts. We got tanks. We got totes. We got it all. It's all totes, my goats. Check it out. And that's all we got for the plugs. So with that said, let's get into some dick dirty news. Take it away, dick. Hey, guys. Um. Hey, when when was the superstar shakeup? Hey, uh, last week. No, not this week. week. It was last week. It was last Monday, right? It was last Monday. Yes. Okay. Well, it's still going on apparently. Oh, ain't nobody got time yeah. for that. So that's still happening. I thought it was done, one and done for that one week, but no. Apparently, there are more shakeups going on. Uh, How much is too much of a shakeup? I would think you would do it all within one show or within one week, but uh, I guess this is like the extended version of it or the director's cut, I guess. This is the epitome of Vince not being able to make up his mind and changing shit last minute. That's true. I think they should go back to that draft. I don't like the shakeup. It's dumb. Right? Like, I remember when, like, people would move, everyone would be backstage, like, waiting for something to be announced, and then a name would just pop up on the Tron, and, like, it was like, oh! Yeah, that shit was hard. Or like an actual draft where like the the GMs would come out and they would announce their picks. Make it a big deal. Yeah, man. Now it's right, just like Brad? Yeah, it was cool when uh, they had the the backstage. Even just a couple years ago when Raw and SmackDown split and they had uh, the backstage um, videos of people reacting to their uh, being shifted around. There was the one video of AJ Styles being told, oh, yeah, you're going to SmackDown. And, and the Bullet Club guys were like... Are you serious? Like, and it was a real, it, they captured a real moment there. And that kind of stuff's really cool. Sorry, I said Bullet Club guys, but you know who uh, I'm talking about. Uh, Anderson and Gallows. <laughs> the Good Brothers. And, the good, the brothers. good Brothers. And uh, that was a cool, that was a cool moment. And they, they had the opportunity to catch these, these real moments and they just, eh. 
Don't do it. And it makes it realistic too. It makes it feel like a real sport. Yeah, you know? give us a little bit of that instead of is does this mean like the announcers telling you does this mean that this person's <laughs> on Raw or SmackDown? I was like, I don't know. You tell us. <laughs> you, you should know that. Yeah, that's you what, would know better than we would. Yeah, tell us. It was like a guessing game all last week, especially for uh, for those that were on both brands. Um, I'll, like Black and Ricochet, perfect example, and especially on Monday, you couldn't tell. Like Cole was like overselling it, or maybe not overselling it, but he wasn't sure. Like, are they going to be on Raw, or do they get drafted to Raw? Are they on SmackDown? And um, originally, they were both going to be on Raw, but Vince decided to change it up and uh, put Alistair back, Alistair Black on SmackDown. Alistair back, Alistair back on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> so. Here's Ew. here's what we have so far. Um, SmackDown has Jinder Mahal, the Singh brothers, Alistair Black, cares. Andrade oh. and Zelina, yep, and uh, Heavy Machinery and the B Team. Oh, the B Team just got put they back. just got put to SmackDown. That wasn't even on God, TV, who huh? Cares. That wasn't. How'd you guys find out? Was that a, one of those app alerts? No, this was on their website. Oh shit! This is on the this is on the WWE website. So they posted like all the updates as far as who's going where. And Raw is getting Cesaro, Samoa Joe, uh, and Killian Dane. I'm, I'm sorry, not Killian Dane, Nikki Cross. So uh, that's the update as far as the shakeup goes. Um, I guess they're realizing that SmackDown needs help. And also, um, I'm sure politics have something to do with it as well because um, I'm sure Charlotte was not very happy that Andrade w- went to Raw and they're currently dating at the moment. Yeah, I mean, what. I mean, they love Charlotte, obviously, and they don't want to make the queen upset. Um, same with uh, Naomi going to Raw with uh, the Usos. Right. Um, keeping the couples happy is what they, I think they're trying to do. Yeah, that's true. Um, but Killian Dane is on SmackDown still, and uh, Nikki Cross is on Raw. Well, so I guess they can't win everyone over, right? Well, they, they don't cater to the jabronis, so. <laughs> <laughs> so not every couple is created equally. No, not not at all. The hot ones are able to tell They have some management. Pool. Yes, exactly. There you go, Dick. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's, it's really crazy because I feel like we just wasted the real shakeup. Like they're just wasting our time now. Now they yeah. now they're just telling us we can do whatever we want, whenever we want. They so, could have done so much with creatively with this whole thing because it's they could do whatever they want. I mean, and the, at the very least, they could have put where their graphic was for their name, like Raw or SmackDown next to it. Not yeah. that could be the reveal for us at home. Like, oh yeah, as simple as that. But it's. Instead, we got Michael Cole. Does this mean that they're on? <laughs> like, I don't know. You, you tell hell? us, dude. Yeah, horrible. I'm still confused on who, who's on what brand. Minus like the four. Well, you know guys, what though? You're you're not wrong, and you're not wrong to think that because I'm sure this is not the end of the shakeup. I'm sure there's gonna be more coming after this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there is more. Wait, where's Andrade at? He he went back to SmackDown. Yes. Oh, him and Zelina both went back to SmackDown. That's weird. That's dumb. And and they shouldn't have been drafted to Raw to begin with. They they should have kept them on SmackDown. Had to give Finn his win back too. Yeah, true. I I, I, ha- I hated that. Um, I hated that they gave him so much time to talk to on SmackDown. Oh, um, yeah. Zelina should be his mouthpiece one hundred percent. Um, his English isn't great, and they can't they can't just put a mic in his hand and you know he's just gonna get wetted to death. True. Yeah. You know. True. I mean, it, I mean, have him speak Spanish and just have Zelina just interpret in English and like that was dope when he came to the ring, uh, just dropping nothing but Spanish bombs. That's yeah, that's that how I would awesome. have Andrade be. Just have him speak Spanish, and if the fans chant what, 
So what? That's that's perfectly fine. At least he's more natural speaking Spanish as opposed to English. You can feel instead of him like struggling to just get English across and remember his words. If he, you just let him go and speak Spanish, they can wet him to death. But what he's gonna have that he's he knows what he's saying, so his words right. are gonna mean more to him um, while he's saying them. And just imagine like those who who speak English as a first language, they're having difficulty trying to memorize a script on yeah. live TV. Rhonda. Exactly. <laughs> now English is your second. English is your second language, and you're and you're, you haven't quite mastered English, and now you got to do the same thing. That's a lot of pressure. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Especially because it's, it's we're live, pal. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got, Dick? Well, um, earlier this week, the, uh, WWE did have their um, their um, what do you call it? Their investors call, and. Um, Someone had asked Vince, like, what is going on with the decline numbers? And uh, Ooh, Vince did. Damn. Vince mentioned. How dare you ask me that? How dare you? And uh, Vince's answer was, when you don't have talent, you don't have storylines. When you have storylines, you're not going to do that well in terms of live events and television ratings. Fuck you. He didn't yeah. blame himself. You have the most talent you've ever had in this company's history, and you're saying we don't have any talent? Talent look, absences, I should say. How That's, can you possibly say that anything about the talent they have every indie star from five eight ten years ago brian danielson yeah kevin steen like you look at who we're actually watching on monday night raw and it's the best of the best of like the indie stars of the last 10 years on nxt everything across the whole thing how could you have a company filled with everybody minus i mean they swallowed up everybody and he's going to say it's the talent. That's nuts. What are they talking about for the year? Declining numbers for the, the, yes. the quarter. For the quarter, but um, as but it, it's really been a consistent pattern in, in the past really couple of years, if you think about it. Um, I get where, I mean, I think, it's a, I think it's a BS excuse in the fact that it's really when you rely on one person only and you have that one person be your top guy and... Um, what happened with Roman uh, during the past year? Yeah, leukemia did take over, and he was out gone for that long. But I think it's it a was cop only out six answer. months. It was a cop yeah, out. It it's a cop out answer, though, nonetheless, because you, this is why you don't have one person. You can't rely on one person to build up the brand. Is that what he said? That's what he said. Well, what, what I said a few minutes ago, as far as like why the numbers are down, um, that's what he said. But like, going, but my opinion lack, is, all, is lack that, of talent and what? What was the other thing? Well, it's not so much lack of talent. It, it's when you don't have talent, you have storylines. Um, I guess what he means by that is that when the talent's not there. Oh, no. It means when you put all your eggs in one basket and you don't elevate any other superstars around him and you just ha- That's have what I'm the saying. whole roster job out to him. That's what I'm saying. Fuck you. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not here to say I wish Vince died or anything like that. But really, just lighten up the reins a little bit. Have maybe a little bit more input from other people because... What you did to yourself and what these numbers are reflecting is a self-inflicting wood wound for sure. Wood. I'll give you a self-inflicted wood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> god damn it! Uh, I'm try- I'm interested. I'm actually gonna look at that earnings call. They have the whole transcript online if you guys want to. Yeah, watch they that. they usually they usually uh, post it like right after they do their uh, their calls. Yeah, it's it, you know it's it, he still doesn't get what the problem is. He just does not get the main problem. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's continuity in storylines is what like wrestling fans want for things to make sense, and he just doesn't get it. He blames it on the weirdest stuff. It's and like Andrew and I were talking earlier, and it's like 
you look at like the Attitude Era, for example, and like from the top all the way to the bottom, there everybody had a storyline. Like the Rock and Snow Cold had a storyline, and Val Venus had a storyline. You know, Big Big Boss Man. I mean, the Stevie fu- Richards had a storyline. Fucking Kyantai had a storyline. They had the hot Asian sister, and you had Val Ooh, Venus yeah. trying to get at her, and like. Dude, all the way, everything had a storyline, and it was compelling. The hurricane. Now, what the fuck? And now you got, uh, you got uh, to fill TV time. You got Jinder Mahal versus uh, Chad Gable. What does that do? What am I watching? Who Former cares? WWE champion Jinder Mahal, mind you. Oh God, you're not gonna move the needle with that. No, um, but it, it, oversaturation is really one of the biggest reasons why there's such a decline. I mean, people are just too, they're just getting tired of the product. Um, I mean, I, I know I am. I mean, it's a chore watching Raw three hours a day or three hours on Mondays and then SmackDown two hours. And then if they do, and then once they move to Fox, if they do three hours of SmackDown as well, that's a, that's a lot of work. Will they get better or worse when they go to Fox? Worse. If they do three hours, it's going to get worse. I think it's going to get better only because there's uh, there's more competition now. I think a lot of the another reason why you know the the WWE t- took such a hit is because NJPW is pretty good, and you know with the emergence of AEW and all the indie shows, there's a lot more access to rest- but other it, wrestling. But AEW now. hasn't ran a show yet. But I'm saying like there's a it's lot. It's just more the hype. Exactly. There's well, a lot. There's a lot of you know. You can access YouTube for a lot of shit now, right? You don't have to watch WWE all the time. And I think WWE is getting exposed for the bad product that they're giving everybody because there's so many options these days. I mean, you have all these indie companies. You have PWG. You have I mean, Bar Wrestling. You have Black Craft. You have um, New Japan. You have you have all these other East Coast companies that I don't even know of um, that are that are sprouting up and putting out a good product. And WWE is giving us the same 50-50 booking, they're same not, matches. Like yeah, they're not adapting. And, and, and we're talking about the main roster. NXT uh, is different. And look how successful they are. Oh, we just watch NXT. How, how is that possible? <laughs> it's the same company. It's, it's less, yeah. uh, less is more approach. I, I truly believe that you, you do less, and I think it's better, especially when it you. comes to especially when it comes to professional wrestling. Even in general, like sports in general. Um, the NBA, I mean... There's more NBA games now, but like I don't know how you feel, Byron. Um, but it just seems like I, I just you can't keep up with them. There's so much to watch. Like, At the same feel, time, do you feel burned out sometimes when you watch those games? No, I, I think the they're because NBA, NBA like wrestling should be. They should have a lot more sports based storylines. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of characters in the NBA, so you can really fall in love with any anybody. But I'm looking at Robin Hood. Be a sponsor, please, because that'd be awesome. But WWE stock is at eighty five dollars now. That is so. It, it dude, was. It, it they were just 100. at a hundred the other day. Dude, the other day. Yeah, and it says it blames wrestler injuries for Q one loss. But shit. But Should I buy? At, I think it go up. At the end of the day, though, that's that's the only thing that matters is the stock is the stock price. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like WWE once once they um, once they went public, the company changed completely. Now they're more interested in selling merch. They're more interested in selling toys. Uh, they, they have the network going. They don't give a shit about anything else other than just keep selling merch, keep making money. Just making more money. Making Damn. investors I mean, happy. They've always been that way, but like now it's like they have investors to answer. And their main as, as an investor, what is your main goal as an investor? You want to see more money. You want to see more profit. You want to see your investments go up, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Absolutely. you wouldn't invest. So... Uh, yeah, that that has to do with it, and then as and then when they get these TV deals, 
they're, um, I don't want to say they're held hostage by the networks, but rather they get, it's more of an incentive for them to do three hours instead of two hours because they get more ad revenue not only for themselves but also for the networks. That's one way to burn your audience out when you just show too much. I mean, look at WrestleMania. It was a great show, but seven hours. Oh seven God. hours? You, you mean to tell me you gave me seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hours of wrestling in one week? That's a <laughs> lot. I don't even sleep that much in a week. That's a lot. Oh, boy. That's, That's working overtime. Dude. That's probably why Vince probably gave a lot of, like, face wins on WrestleMania just to try to boost some ratings or something. Because I felt like every face pretty much won. Yeah. Just to boost, just to boost morale. Yeah, so... But if you, I mean, like it's it, it's a lot of work right there. I mean, if and, th- and we're like hardcore fans, and as a as a hardcore fan, us telling you, us saying that it's a lot and it's too much. Just imagine the casual fan, like just they they don't want to sit there for three hours. I oh, know. we're crazy <laughs> compared to yeah. Joe Schmo that's flicking through channels and like, oh, what's this? There's no way you're gonna get him to watch 15 hours of wrestling in one week. Hell no. Nope. Yeah, no way. I don't know. We'll we'll get into it a little bit later. Um, any other news, Dick? I, I got nothing else. You guys got anything else you want to add? Um, I'm just breaking news. I'm hearing from my producers. Yes, this is confirmed. Dean Malenko has quit the WWE following his eight-year run as a backstage agent. Um, I feel like they leaned on him a lot um, to do a lot of these backstage segments. So in the last two weeks, they've lost a couple writers. They lost Road Dog, and they've lost Dean Malenko now. And not to mention, uh, Arn Anderson was released about a month ago. Oh, yeah. Right? Thanks yeah. a lot, Alicia Fox. Dude. <laughs> we'll get to more on her later. Oh, Jeez. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it appears that um, not only the wrestlers are unhappy, but um, also just uh, the, backst- the, the backstage people, the, the agents. It, it just seems like there's just... This I don't want to say that like the bad vibe, but there's just people who are just genuinely unhappy. And um, you know, we love WWE. I mean, when it's when it's good, it's good, and when it sucks, it fucking is awful. And I don't want to see them fail. I, I I love when they succeed more than they fail, but they are not making it easy to to defend them these days. Yeah, I look at it. Uh, I look at it as <laughs> being in a bad relationship. One hundred percent. Like when you're yeah. in a bad relationship with a girl, and ninety percent of the time it's horrible. But that ten percent <laughs> that's so good, you're like, ah, yeah, this is. The it reason. just makes it worthwhile. Yes, and it's but it's the ten percent, and it's really really good. But ninety percent of it is crap. And yeah. And at this and point, you've invested it, so much time. You've invested so much time. <laughs> right. And then you're like, man, right around the corner, this is going to get good, like, all the time. And I don't want to bail out right now. Once her birthday <laughs> comes, a.k.a. WrestleMania, yeah. everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We'll keep watching because we're Mark Jamokes like that. Um, but it's it's getting easier and easier for us to find other places to go watch wrestling. Oh, yeah. Days. Oh, and when AEW comes out on TV, it's going to be one or the other because, I mean, as much time as we're committing to WWE, like, I know for me personally, and I watch, like, New Japan also, but oh, hi, Mark. I can't add another however long there's Something's got to give. Something's got to go. And, I and like, if, if I'm still getting insulted by WWE and all these other stupid things that they're doing, I got to drop. I got to drop something, so. Yeah, and um, when when that day comes when AEW does um, get on on network TV, um, I also it, it, there's also a good chance that you're going to see the audience erode even more because now they have an option, they have a, a mainstream option to watch wrestling if they want to. 
Yeah. Especially because we're not talking uh, the Travel Channel or uh, yeah. Pop TV. <laughs> Pursuit. We're, we're talking TNT, TBS, major cable networks that are available on pretty much any cable package. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Another thing that was interesting to see was that Kurt Angle and The Undertaker were pulled from StarCast. I was going to mention that as well. That is uh, very interesting. That sucks. All those people bought tickets to see those two guys. And $300 <laughs> to <be> The Undertaker. dollars. <laughs> $300. That show yes. better be fully refundable for sure. Yeah, put they it on black. I mean, if you want to have more fun. They can't seem to get a replacement either, a suitable replacement. Oh, is that is that what's going on right now? Yeah, they actually uh, they looked for getting the McMahons to come. Like, okay, well, you don't want to send them. Why don't you guys come? Vince is not going to do not that. Not going. No. Nope. No. So Shane won't do it, no. But they were trying to get someone equivalent. Like, who would it be interesting to hear from? Who would be interesting to... That's worth that amount of money that they were going to pay for The Undertaker. Who else could it and be? Shawn Michaels? As far as Maybe. From, as far as from WWE goes, like I don't think anyone's gonna go to Starcast. Is nope. anyone that's related to WWE? It'll have to be someone who um, is obviously outside of WWE. But um, one of the biggest Japanese wrestling stars of all time, Kenny Kobashi, is actually gonna be a Starcast too. So that'd be interesting to see, especially since um, a lot of the a lot of the current wrestlers in on the indie scene, they looked up to him as like one of his like as the aspirations of what to be as a professional wrestler. So that'll be that. that I mean, it's not Undertaker, Shawn Michaels is not yeah. mainstream level, but it's an it's a nice incentive for uh, Starcast. Still doesn't beat Undertaker, Shawn Michaels though. No, no but no. I mean, save your money and uh, put it on black or uh, <laughs> enjoy some beverages <laughs> and have fun with that. Or better yet, if you do see us in Vegas, come hey. gamble party with us. Come gamble with us. We are going to be partying Saturday, all day, and uh, the whole weekend, pretty much. Um, someone else is going to be partying the whole weekend. Just announced, leaving WWE, going to AEW. Cody Rhodes' opponent will be Dustin Goldust Rhodes. What do you guys think about that? Interesting makeup. I like the makeup choice. I like to think of him as Balor Dust. Yeah, he totally <laughs> like Balor. Demon Dust. Demon yeah. Dust. I don't know what he has left in the he's tank, really. The semen demon. <laughs> what do you think he can still demon? go? Think he can still go, like in the ring. Oh, I mean, we've yeah. seen him in like the last couple of years. He's he can do Herc and Rana still. He can still oh, go pretty right. good, man. He's yeah, better. I think I think he'll be great in the ring. He'll ju- he'll be just fine. We have but not seen this match since. Um, what was it? It was uh, supposed to be 2014. I want to say they were supposed to have their. Uh, it was like over the limit. Like oh, they were pushing for a, a WrestleMania match against each other for like a while. Every yeah. year it would come up, and they couldn't get it. So yeah, yeah, they, interesting. They have, they've wrestled one time in WWE together: Stardust versus Goldust. Um, so I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm gonna be in the building. We're gonna be in the building. Yes, we are. Are you going, Bradley? No, no. I, I'll live. I'll live vicariously through through you guys. Maybe he'll come down to seven. From WCW and, and close to the ring. <laughs> and then he'll shit on it. <laughs> Look at this awesome. crap I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, man, um, that would be great. <laughs> but, I mean, this is this is a perfect story. I mean, on Cody Rhodes' uh, Road to Double or Nothing on his YouTube channel, um, they did a really good job at telling the story of the little brother versus big brother, which is what they should have did in WWE. Um, yes. And, you know, 
Balor Dust is gonna is gonna make an appearance, and that's that's exciting. How funny is that? That the comparison between WWE and, and AEW and WWE was Stardust versus Goldust, <laughs> with no mention <laughs> of them being brothers. Yeah. Nope. And then here is just the two brothers fighting each other. Very simple story. It's like you you were saying, Dick. Like less is more. Simple. You know, like just tell a good storyline. You don't need to add any gimmicks to it. Yeah. Just keep it simple and to the point, and let the story itself tell. And I'm more intrigued to watch Cody versus Dustin instead of Goldust versus Stardust. Yeah, this match should have happened a long time ago, but I'm glad we're getting it now. Let's get into. I don't think there's really too much more. We're, I mean, there's other things, but they happen during Raw and SmackDown. Let's get into Raw. Um, well, let's get into one thing that everyone's been talking about: is this Bray Wyatt uh, segment character that is going on. A lot of people are very upset about it. A lot of people are optimistic about it. Where do you guys land in all of Love this? it. Brad loves it. Dude, I, I, I watched it again earlier today, and I, I like where I like it. I dig it. I get it, dude. It's just like a, it's like, well, kind of like Wonder Shows in, but like a mild version of it. It's like those adult swim shows you, you'd see late at night. Like, kind of, you get that vibe, dude. Yeah, I, I think we're kind of trained when something weird like this comes out of left field. We're kind of trained to look at WWE and go, what the hell are they doing? But in this case, it was a what the hell are they doing in, like, an intriguing way. Yeah. Yeah, it was very interesting. Like, it, I don't know. It had a creepy undertone the whole time. Like, it, I don't know. I want to see, see where it goes. I dig it, dude. I've seen memes saying R.I.P. Bray Wyatt's career. Oh, no. Um, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people shit all over this. I am super excited about this because... It may look like a fun, happy-go-lucky character, but there's a dark side. The way that he was like, my old character is dead. Not not like he's not here anymore or I, I'm not that guy anymore. He is dead. Like he, There's very dark undertones to the whole thing. Yeah. To the point where he got a chainsaw and cut off Bray Wyatt's head and said, he's dead. And then the segment ends with him laughing, holding the chainsaw. Yeah, awesome. Like that... that is ex- that's exciting to me. That's intriguing. That's something different. Different. If anyone, anyone out there, any of those little marks out there that are upset <laughs> about this because, oh, Bray Wyatt, look at their shit all over. They're burying him. You don't know shit because what's <laughs> happening right now is an evolution of the character of Bray Wyatt. Oh, you what? You wanted Bray Wyatt to come back out? You wanted that Bray Wyatt that lost every single week, that just talked a lot of shit and couldn't pro- provide anything in the ring? You wanted that guy to come back out to keep keep getting buried? Give this a fucking chance and stop being little babies out there. Whoa. And he's, he's right. slipped God down a lot, dude. He's, he's been eating a lot of salad, dude. I love it. For the main he looks fact, great. Yeah, he's yeah. svelte. He's, he's, he's svelte, man. He's, he's been eating a lot of salad, dude. The best part about the whole thing... A lot thing, of ass, too. Ass oh, salad. Sure. The best part about the whole thing <laughs> is that he finally gets a revamp. It's time, right? Like, yeah. Awesome. That loser image of Bray Wyatt, like, when I associate that Bray Wyatt, I just, I think of the guy eating pins week after week after week. And the eater of pins. Yeah, totally. <laughs> now it's time. Like, it has almost like a rapey kid vibe to it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I love it. It's kind of dark. So. Like a s- like split personality or yeah. something. Yeah, like, yeah. weird. Well, he is getting ready for uh, to have to be a dad, so maybe he's uh, preparing for that, dude. Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Dick. Um, have you guys? Did you guys see that show uh, with Jim Carrey on Showtime called Kidding? Yeah, yeah, I saw the trailers. No, it's something similar to this where he was like a Mister Rogers type of character, and like 
He was happy-go-lucky. He never broke kayfabe. If he was ever in public, like, he was always super nice to everybody and, like, on top of the world 100%. But in his personal life, his kid died. His wife was leaving him. He was sad and fucking, like, losing his mind on the inside. So that kind of parallels to what Bray Wyatt, like, where there's a dark side that we don't know and we've not seen on the surface. I'm sure there's a dark character still in there. And I'm excited to see what story they're going to be telling with all of this. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. They're starting to to get the Money in the Bank um, card kind of rounded out. Um, They announced they're going to have two triple threat matches to find out who was going to find. So they're going to have two triple threat matches and the winners of those matches were going to fight to take on Seth Rollins for the Universal. Very convoluted story. <laughs> yeah. That didn't need to happen in one night. <laughs> no, it could have been a tournament. Why not? Oh, a tournament? yeah. Yep. Um, I, I think Vince doesn't like tournaments, apparently. Um, but he so does love triple yeah. threat matches. Oh, yeah, well. and he does love some gauntlet matches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me three <laughs> at a time. No rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. What about the gauntlet matches, Vince? Oh, one after another. <laughs> oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. So one hour out there, Kofi. They'll love you. Um, so AJ Styles won his match against Rey Mysterio Samojo. And then after that, Baron Corbin. Barry Corby? Barry Corby beat uh, Drew Mack Jesus. and The Miz. Um, actually, I like. I kind of like the finish of that, that match. It was... Uh, Baron, uh, Drew McIntyre hit the Claymore on the Miz. Corby jumped in, threw Drew Mac out, and used his own finisher to pin, use the finisher that he used to sneak out a win. Yes, a uh, very uh, a very WWE style ending. It's so it. funny. I look I I look at these two triple threat matches, and at the time, I thought to myself, uh, AJ Styles, Mysterio, and and Samoa Joe are like old school indie guys, kind of. Well, not so yeah. much Mysterio, but uh, they're they're older veteran um, guys that have traveled the world and they yeah. were putting a match together. And the other three are WWE grown guys Holy shit, putting a yeah. match together. And it was two totally different style matches. Like AJ Styles, Mysterio, and Samoa Joe had like interesting moves and spots. And uh, the other match was a very WWE style. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I agree. That's yeah. Awesome. And That's so it was pretty interesting. God, Brad, you so need to be on the show more, brother. <laughs> that was, uh, and both matches were actually pretty damn good yeah. for Monday Night Raw. And the uh, the well, AJ the first match was the AJ match ended with like an interesting like finisher on top of another guy. A Styles Clash onto uh, he gave a Styles Clash to Ray on top of Joe. Like that was that it was, was a, brutal. It was a double yeah. power bomb into a Styles Clash. And poor Joe ate and that Joe ate the, that, that was a great yeah. ending. I like the something ending. something we hadn't really seen before. And the other match was a. <laughs> A uh, WWE style. Someone else hits their finisher, and then the other guy gets shoved out. And although, the other guy gets although the to pin. be fair though, like Drew became a thousand times better after he left WWE the first time. Oh yeah, he traveled the world and he got his experience in. Yeah, he became a main eventer once he left, and when he came back, Vince saw money in him, and in that match, he became a, like a legit main eventer. He was actually like the star of the match. Wait, which match? For the second triple threat match. Oh, you, yeah. You think he became a main eventer during that match? No, no, no. He's a he's a legit main eventer. Oh, okay. Since he came back, yeah. But since oh, he came back definitely. from WWE, he's been a main eventer. And the way he's been positioned, yeah. 
That's the right way to push him. Yeah, three yeah. MB is an afterthought. Yeah, uh, when, no, when I, whenever I see Drew McIntyre now, <laughs> I don't even. God damn, I forgot about that. Uh, Becky Lynch and Alicia Fox had a terrible match, um, and then Lacey Evans comes in and punches her in the face twice. Punches her and missed her the first time. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Missed her and went for the punch, and Becky looks up and went, oh, shit, I think she just punched <laughs> me, and then she slumped over. <laughs> um, I like the promo from Becky and Lacey in the beginning before Alicia Fox came out and ruined everything. Um, basically, she's just like, oh, you, you're blonde. You're from the Carolinas. Like, uh, WWE management sure de- definitely has a type of, uh, of opponents for me. Um, and then you know, Alicia Fox came out and ruined everything. So, what do you what do you guys think about um, in, in, on on SmackDown? They announced that we're gonna have Charlotte versus Becky, and then for the SmackDown title, and then Becky has to pull double duty and fight Lacey Evans um, the same night for the Raw title. Becky versus the Blondes, huh? Yes, I think it gives WWE and Becky an out, like to lose one of those titles, mm-hmm. uh, which she probably needs to, obviously, because we need a. We need two women champions. They just made a new merch, though. I know, Becky. She can't lose already. That's a sick-ass nickname, too. It should just be... Just unify them, dude. Have one Have one person... One traveling champion. Yeah. I, yeah. I, they sh- I agree they should, but it's just the... like th- That's not their plan, though. They want to keep these belts separate, and um, they figure they're probably... The, they'll probably... My guess would be that... They'll probably have her move move over to Raw and have her drop the SmackDown belt to Charlotte. I was thinking of the course. opposite. I was thinking the opposite. Anderson. I'd rather see Lacey at least give a, you know a newcomer something to do, and I don't want to see Becky versus Charlotte anymore. I'm over it. I yeah. I don't yeah, want to see it anymore either. either no. But it's um, the Randy Orton and John Cena fucking experience. Yeah, girl version. Yeah, <laughs> but but Lacey Evans hasn't really proven anything on the main roster. Like this would be her first actual match on the main roster. And she wins the belt. I mean, uh, I don't well, I mean, I mean, Paige won the title exactly first night she was ever in WWE. But Paige, I think Paige is more Paige is more established in NXT because when she debuted, she was the NXT champion. But no one watches NXT according to Vince McMahon, especially at that time. Especially, but still so. though, but still though, like she had she had more more qualifications to hold, to actually be the champion as opposed to Lacey Evans. You're speaking logic right now, and yeah. I don't. I know. I know. We're speaking logic in an that illogical sense. situation. Though. Yeah, I was making, I know. I was that like, makes I know. sense. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, anybody could be champion at God any time. Damn right. it! Like the, the, the how the, dare the, you make sense? The, the belts are a prop at this point. Sell the toys. <laughs> I just think about the 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 night of the uh, the money in the bank, and no matter what they do with match order. The second time she comes out, she's not going to get the reaction she got the first time. No way. And it's going to be awkward. And the whole se- whole second match is going to be, I don't know. It's Unless just not loses. a good formula. Yeah, I just. She could also know. bust a Seth Rollins when uh, Seth had to defend both the U.S. and the world title. I forgot which pay-per-view it was. I think it was Night of Champions. Where, like, he defended the U.S. belt against John Cena. And then after that match, he defended the world belt. So they, she could do something like that. Where back, she to back? Yeah. back to back, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Then definitely she's losing one. She's that, definitely that lose. would help. She's definitely losing one in that situation. That yeah. would help with like the pop the second time she comes out because there's gonna be no pop the second time she comes out. No, because it, it's like we already saw her come out. And then uh, on top of that, we have the women's money in the bank as well because it's gonna be on, it's gonna be at money in the bank. Damn, so that throws another factor in there. Bailey, Bailey, and oh, yeah. she's gonna we'll, cash we'll, in we'll heel turn. This. Okay, we'll all right, get to all right, this. all right. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of Robert Steal Your Mom Rude? 
I mean, it's a, it's good that he's kind of having a gimmick revamp, but he's a heel now. That's what yeah, we wanted. That's what we wanted. That is what we wanted. It's straight Rick Rude ripoff, but I I'm, I'm down with that always. Something it gives us something to do. He uh, looks older. He looks Definitely, yeah, older. he does. He looks yeah. like the dad. He, he looks does. good too. I'm not gonna, damn, that dude's still swole. He's like 43 or some shit. Yeah, he's a 40. He's 40 plus for sure. Um, but I mean, let's see what he, let's see what they do with him. Like I I just. I think he's just so damaged at this point. Like anything that can change him is better than nothing. So let's just go with it. I think we had two thought processes co- collide on the same match because we want Ricochet to to win and and be a. He's been undefeated on the main roster. Yeah, and too. and do good on Raw. But we also have been waiting for uh, Bobby Robert Roode to to do something. <laughs> You're and already be getting a, trained. But I know. You're already yeah. getting trained. <laughs> Damn it! They uh. We've been waiting for him to do something on the main roster because we loved his NXT stuff. He was a jerk, and he was glorious, and all this other stuff. And we came to the main roster. You just that whole character went to crap. I'm so, glorious, and you're not. That it, should be the gimmick, yeah. right? And so we've been wanting him to do something, but we also so these two thoughts like collided. You know, it's like well, someone's got to lose. Yeah. So. Um, and he got the win over Ricochet, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah. Do you think Ricochet is gonna be a uh, jobber to the stars? Get your shit in, but we're gonna yes. we're gonna yeah. have you job. Yeah. Flash Funk, Jason. Again. Ooh, Flash Funk. Flash Jason. Funk. We still want you on the show, Please brother. Flash Funk. Yeah. Vince is gonna say that that guy was entertaining for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter if he lost. He entertained you for ten minutes. He sports entertained you for ten minutes, right? He did. I mean, it's his first loss. He's got to lose eventually. Let's see what they do from here on out. I mean, um, if it becomes like a recurring theme, like every week he starts losing, then oh yeah, then that, then 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 then, his, then we got a problem. But it's his first loss. I mean, I wouldn't want him to lose his first match on Raw to to Robert Roode, but I guess I understand the logic. They they want to make Robert Roode look strong. What better way than against Ricochet? Plus, Ricochet doesn't still needs to work on his mic skills. I I don't find him particularly entertaining. Like yeah, as a character yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean. His mic skills could be better um, as long as they keep adding sound effects to it. Yeah. Because <laughs> from what I'm hearing for his theme song, there's just sound effects. Like someone's just hitting all the buttons back there. That I don't mind. That's hilarious. Like someone just got a new keyboard and is like, fuck it, let's go <laughs> ham on that. I'm going to add in so many sound effects right and then speaking of losers, Baron Corbin loses. So we're going to get AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Uh, this is the first time ever. Dream match. Yeah. Is this is a dream I match. I believe first so. Time ever? Yeah. yeah. For the universal title of the bank. I think that's a great first opponent for Seth. I was hoping they'd get a, like a more, you know, like gimme type win for Seth. But this is going to be interesting. It's going to be competitive. Yeah, for sure. I can't it, tell who's going to It gonna, is. Oh, man, I, I thought there was a chance that Baron Corbin was going to win. I really did. I he was got, like, oh, I got my scared. God. I got scared. Were you guys I, really scared? I was hoping he did, though. I was one of, like, three people who hoped that. <laughs> you that were, like, their, probably the only person that hoped that. Why? Only because I feel like AJ versus Seth is, like, SummerSlam or something, or Royal Rumble, I, something that big. I, I agree, I mean? but then if that's the case, then why not have someone else besides Baron Corbin win that match? Well, because at the moment, Baron Corbin was the, the one in that in that place. I, I'd much rather have a Drew or somebody, you know, because there's a built-in storyline there. But, like, uh, yeah, I, I'd much rather have Baron than AJ now. Just, like, save it for me a little bit. Well, Money in yeah. the Bank's almost their f- number five, if yeah. not number four, bigger than Survivor Series. Yeah, uh, yeah pay-per-view of the that, year. Actually. Yeah. Um, so this is this could be a good a good launching point 
for AJ Styles to win the Universal title for the first time. Ooh, oh, calling it. What percentage of why you hate Baron Corbin is is what he's wearing? Um, I'd say about 90%. That's exactly the percentage yeah. I was going to say. Really? Is it that 90% <laughs> of why I hate him is what he's wearing. That's crazy. You're not the constable. You're not yeah. the... Because he gets legit heat. He like, does. I mean, he's he's good like at X, being a bad guy. talk heat. Ugh. Yes. Yeah, he does get some of that. But yeah, I hate. I just hate his stupid attire. Yeah, um, bring back the wolf. <laughs> yes, <laughs> anything but the waiter. The balding wolf. <sighs> no, no, oh, that man. shit can go. The hair is good. The hair is good now. Yeah, sometimes you got. He's know got like it. fire and a wolf and all that stuff on his Titantron or his background. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's still there. <laughs> it's a wolf and fire and flames, and he's wearing a stupid button-up shirt and a vest. It doesn't. He looks like a waiter at emo restaurant. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what if he would have won, though? That's Welcome to Taking Back Sunday, where we have the best ice cream sundaes. What can I help you with? <laughs> Will you tell all your friends to leave us a five-star rating on Yelp? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, man. It's a good business idea. I just thought of it. Like, hey. I imagined it in my head right there. <laughs> Patty pending. Let's do it, Let's brother. Do it. <laughs> Emo ice cream shop, dude. dude. Let's go. Uh, switching up to SmackDown. That's another thing I was going to say. Who's to say that they're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, Baron Corbin, you're in the match, too? They've been doing that a lot to they us have, lately. They, they get have. a triple threat match? Well, uh, fuck it. Uh, who cares about who wins and loses? Uh, Baron Corbin? I would have put it past uh, him. I, I, I don't know. You, you did us some favors in the past. So here, you're in the match, too. They did put him over against Kurt Angle for a reason, right? So I think he's going to be one of the right. top heels, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, abs- you're 100% correct. Switching over to SmackDown, uh, we got Andrade back. On SmackDown, Raw was like, nah. And then SmackDown's like, you know, the Drake meme. Um, and he comes <laughs> out and he <laughs> said he's going to, he wants to kill Finn Balor and he comes out and eats a pin for it. Um, I like Andrade. I don't like him talking so much. We talked about this earlier already. Um, great match, though. Yeah. Andrade always puts out uh, really good matches. Um, let's see, blah 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 blah. And he shouldn't, have been, like I said, he should have been traded. To, he should have been, he should have been going to Raw to begin with. Deported yeah, <laughs> deported. There we go. Deported to Smith. Oh, oh man, <laughs> his visa got de- denied. <laughs> Damn. The ca- him and Charlotte caravaned all the way to Raw, oh. and then they got met at the border, and Vince is like, <laughs> denied. She she can come in. He can't. Yeah. Uh, is this is this Mexican hurting you, ma'am? <laughs> Do you need help? Uh, and then uh, we got Shane McMahon um, was upset. Oh, this is another thing that I thought was funny. Uh, Shane McMahon comes out and he talks about how punching Vince McMahon, which Roman Reigns did, he's like, how could so- another man punch another man's father when he just did that to me? I love it. And I love that the announcer, the commentators did not draw attention to it. They no. just yeah. they just let it breathe. Yeah. they just. <laughs> I was watching that with my mother-in-law and she's like, you would like <laughs> she kind of that's so dope. She kind of knows the story a little bit. She's like, he did. Like <laughs> that's honest reaction that I love. Yeah, yeah so I loved awesome. it too. Yeah, it was cool. But the announcers didn't like harp on it. They just let it breathe. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, good job, Corey. He probably was like grabbing Michael Cole's arm. And don't fucking say anything. Dude. <laughs> Be good for once, goddamn. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason why, because Michael Cole wasn't on SmackDown. <laughs> oh, whatever, dude. Tom Phillips. Uh, but then. Uh, he says it's like disgracing the American flag. It's like defacing Round Mushmore. <laughs> I oh love God. It. So with that being said, <laughs> who would be on your Round Mushmore? Scooby Doo. <laughs> I was I was thinking like Jobber, like pseudo top superstars. Okay. Round Mushmore. 
What's the qualifications to be? Yeah, what is the qualification? Yeah. Yeah. Um, How do you get on Route Mushmore? <laughs> That's hilarious. Like not <laughs> much not top, not a top like a Jinder Mahal would be like they build him like he was a top star, but never was over as a top oh, star. So like okay. janky top stars. Yeah, like round Heidenberg no, or some man. shit. Round oh. Mushmore. Yeah. I I would actually put Jinder Mahal right up there. He's up there. He's up there actually. Uh, Lex Luger would be on Round Mushmore. Oh, really? Okay. He was never over. He he, he was over though. WCW. Uh, WCW, See. but as, um, we're talking WWE Round Mushmore. Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter uh, was over after um, like after the Iraq, Iraqi war. Yeah, he joined the Iraqis. Yeah, Great Khali, obviously. Oh, Great Khali, that's is a, a good okay. one. one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Great Khali for we sure. Gotta, we got a we got a foreign heel gimmick it, on this <laughs> round <laughs> much more. Yeah. Yeah. Gonzalez too could even be on oh, it. Gonzalez was supposed to be like the next big giant, but yeah, he wore a fucking muscle suit. So no. Hmm. Vladimir Kozlov. Kozlov, I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like this is all foreigns right here. Yeah. Do yeah. I notice the, the foreign thing? goofs. Yeah. 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 The foreign yeah. fanatics. Lose to the Superman and just die. Yeah. <laughs> Jobber after that. There's uh, a lot of those. Round Mushmore. What about Americans? Can we think of any North American wrestlers? Tugboat? Nah. Nah, Tugboat, he was over. He was over. I mean, even when Earthquake? he became Typhoon. Um, Natural Disasters, man. They were over. They were over, yeah. Yes. Round Mushmore, like. Fuck. There's gotta be some that we're missing. I'll, I'll edit this, you know, so we can think about it. Adam Bomb. Mm. Ooh, Adam Bomb. Yeah. That's a good one, dude. <laughs> good one. Brackus. Brackus. Brackus never debuted. Yeah, he oh, yeah Brackus. <laughs> oh, uh, Heidenreich. Yeah, Heidenreich. Heidenreich yeah. is a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mordecai. Was that was that WCW or WWE? No, no, no. That was WWE. That was oh, uh, the guy that was supposed to be the opposite Undertaker, the White Undertaker. Oh wow, Remember? I forgot about that. Kevin Thorne. Yeah, Kevin Thorne. Oh, that there was Kevin Thorne. Yeah. yeah. The biggest flop though was probably like Glacier. Glacier was a flop. It that was WCW. Oh, yeah. No, Lord, Glacier was dope as fuck, dude. Lord no, Lord bro. Tensai. Lord Tensai That's absolutely is yeah. on the Round Mushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Foreign heel for the win. Damn, that's what. That's what Round Mushmore is. It's just like <laughs> foreign heels die. So we are we are adopting Round Mushmore <laughs> as the guys that never got over but were billed to be over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I like where a, this went. Should we do a Round Mushmore shirt? Route we Mush- need a Round Mushmore shirt. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Dick. <laughs> Work on it, Byron. I'm trying to think who else should be on there. There's there's obvious ones we're probably missing. Huh? Oh, there's probably we're probably gonna get comments like oh, this guy, that guy. Yeah. The Funkasaurus. Was. Ah, he, what's his name? He um, was Brodus, Brodus Clay. Clay. Brodus Clay yeah. He was hot for like two episodes of Raw. Okay, uh, but then remember, remember they gave him all that time at WrestleMania to have an entrance with all the mamas. On yeah. the stage? <laughs> that was pathetic. Um, and he's supposed to debut as like this badass heel. Yeah, yeah. Who's a woman? Round much more. There's. Hmm. Not Luna, because Luna was actually really over to me, at least. Uh, they never gave them any time to, to really. <laughs> yeah, true, I, yeah, I can't really think of any any woman. Out. Um, we're gonna think Eva gonna Marie. Think Eva Marie. Oh, round much more certified female representative <laughs> of that. You're right. She never got over. All right, no. guys. So what we're gonna do here? We're gonna throw it out to you guys. If you guys have any other suggestions for ra- round much more. Uh, <laughs> leave us some comments on our Instagram or our Facebook, wherever you can reach us at, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show next week. So 
who would be on your Mount Mushmore? Uh, let's get back to let's get back to this because speaking of Mount Mushmore, the Iconics. Hey guys, Good. I love them. God. Gar. Baj. Do you guys really not like the Iconics? I really don't like no. them. No. I don't like what they're doing to them and the WWE uh, Women's cha- Tag Team Championships. They're losing every single match, whether they're in a tag team or they're in a singles. They're losing, and not only losing, but they're losing fast, and they're losing to roll-ups and bullshit. I, I don't know why. They're losing pretty bad. And I think that's why Sasha and Bailey were upset that they were losing the title because this is where they're going with the belts. You're, these are new championships. They should have some prestige. They should have a little bit behind them to make people feel like there's something that is uh, worthy to go after. I mean, on, I, I get Sasha's, I get why Sasha's passionate about it. She really wants this to succeed. Um, she, she felt vested to do this. I, I totally get where, her point of view. On the other hand, though, they're just props and they're just gimmicks. And naively, she thought that you know maybe she could make it. She could make a difference. And then realizing that that's not the plan all along. They they weren't going to do that. CM yeah. Punk said, "I'm just a cog in the wheel," and that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, they had um, they had a chance to do something great with those belts. I mean, Sasha and Bailey hadn't been doing anything for a while. And they got these belts, and they gave them a direction, and and we enjoyed watching them. They're two good work rate uh, wrestlers, and when they got the belts, you could tell they were genuinely excited, and they were going to travel around and have great matches with people in NXT and SmackDown. They went to NXT, yeah, yeah, and it was going to be great, and we were excited to watch it. And they put a stop to it, and and I kind of like was with with you, Dick, on like uh, they're just this is just part of the script, and it's happened to a bunch of people before them, but. Man, after SmackDown this week, I was like, it's official. I'm on their side. I'm on Sasha and Bailey's side. Like, this is BS. Like, Iconics are losing to everybody in, like, 90 seconds with a roll-up and all this stuff. And it's like they had the chance. How great would it be to be watching Sasha and Bailey versus... Um, uh, the chinks. Anybody. Yes. <laughs> He's Asian. No, the, the, yeah, uh, Asuka and um, and Kyrie Sane yeah. on SmackDown. How great would it be to be watching them have a feud with each other? How great would that tag match be? How great would the singles matches be with each other? We could be watching that right now. Yeah. That's true. Say we talked about it earlier. You had a really good idea. Oh, yeah. And the uh I, I was thinking about how Yes, they could have divided up Sasha and Bailey and, and had Bailey go to SmackDown and say, you guys are split. But the exception is that they had the belts together. And so they had to defend the, their belts and travel around, even though they're technically on different shows. They had to defend the belts. How cool would it have been to watch them defend the belts? And as soon as they lost the belts, they had to split and go to their different shows. So every match you're watching, if if the pinfall goes through, you're like, well, that's it. They're disbanded now. Like, yeah. not, so only, not fighting only for the fighting the for the belts, they're fighting to stay together. That oh my god, Dude. how great would that have been? And that's assuming that the no rematch clause happens. Like, they don't get another rematch out right. of it. Like, once they lose, they're done. Well, and they yeah. wouldn't be able to because they're in two different brands, which is an awesome ass idea. Yeah, that would have been great. They could have done so many things, and they just they're doing this. And it's this like, is what, yeah. This is what we get. Like on paper, that's that, on paper that sounds like a great idea. But you know, WWE they're always willing. They're always going to try to ch- change the rules. Um, they they've said like no rematch clause. But I think, I'm Chris Warren. We've had a few rematches that happen after the um, the champion lost their their belt. But not yeah. only that, just to, just the dr- the extra drama to each match that they have going forward. They're fighting to stay together and be a tag team and 
keep the tag. There's, Dude, they're fighting for two different I things. I would have been super invested in that. In I every single match they I had. I would have loved it. Can you imagine seeing Sasha and Bailey on like a, a takeover, like back on a takeover fighting whoever? Oh you know, or whatever. That would have been great. The like, pop of the cinch, dude. Yes, that would have been and they missed that. Like, I don't know. Bungled. I totally yeah. was like <laughs> upset about this whole thing. It was just unbelievable. It's not the Iconics' fault they're getting. No, it's not. And no, the Iconics are, I they're great. They're a great heel team and they're obnoxious and they, they play their role great. Yeah, I'm getting good. worked by them. I'm, I'm upset because I'm getting worked by them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's working, dude. It's just it, it's frustrating what could have been. That's all. It's not. It doesn't have to do with the iconics don't deserve it or whatever. It it's just you know, all the different directions they could have went and they they chose right. this and it's it's not compelling TV. It's not fun to watch. Speaking of not fun to watch, uh, Jinder Mahal is back on SmackDown. Oh, oh God, um, he shows up as the latest superstar to jump to SmackDown. Uh, Lars Sullivan interrupts their match, and I was watching something earlier, and they had actually it was a WrestleMania. They had a good point. Do you think Jinder Mahal just came back to SmackDown so he could take the title from Kofi so Roman no. can beat him for it? Oh God! Oh my no. God! Oh my God! No. I'm in. Just kidding. Oh God, I mean, no. no one likes Jinder. That's He's a former dominant champ. Um, if Roman were to beat Kofi for the belt, you're going to get those boos again that he's already getting, by the way, because they're back to their old ways of just shoving Roman down our throats. But do you think Jinder Mahal would be the transitional champion to take it off of Kofi to get that super heat no. and then have Roman? That's a very WWE thing. It I, is. I could totally very see it happening. WWE. I, I don't that want mean, it to happen. I don't want mean to we'd happen. have to officially watch two championship Jinder Mahal matches. <laughs> yes. And a third to watch him lose it eventually. That's two. No, two. Yeah, I'm, two matches. I don't know if I said this last week, and if I did it, I'm going to say it this week. I think whoever wins Money in the Bank, whoever it is, if it's from Raw or SmackDown, I think they're going to cash in on Kofi. I agree. Your 2019 Money in the Bank champion, the modern day <laughs> Maharasha. That is not Jinder Mahal. Oh my God, no. I I do think though, like Dick does have a point. I think I love Kofi. He's amazing. Black Power, all that stuff. But I, <laughs> but I think he is a transitional champ in a way. Like he's great. He'll he'll just be like one of those WWE champs who've had like a, a short reign, maybe a couple short reigns. But I don't think he has the. Um, you know, the he, was star never, power. he was never part of their plan to be to be champion. So I think, yeah, I think whoever holds the belt next is who they think, you know, is the face of the brand. Especially by the time uh, SmackDown's on Fox, you know? You know Roman didn't come to SmackDown just to <laughs> yeah. hang out in the back. Uh, no <laughs> way. fight Elias. No. No. Yeah. no it's no a way, matter no. of time. Oh, it's coming, baby. It's a freaking giant <laughs> elephant in the room now. Or um, Big E. What if Big E wins money in the bank? Ooh. Well, I think that's... Kevin Owens is in Kevin Owens is in the Big E spot because I think that they might have wanted to break up the the new day at some point. They can't that money though. I don't know, man. But eventually, though, the new day is gonna have to go their separate ways. And at, at first, I thought the minorities can't always be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I thought that was gonna be the case, but then uh, as we saw during the, uh oh, uh oh, who is it? Oh God! Hey, you guys recording today, dude? Hey, you again. Oh, it's me. It's me. It's uh, Bulgogi Hogan, dude. And I noticed you didn't have a a, 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 a special what? guest this week. Well, yeah, we got Brad. 
Well, let me tell you something, Jack. When I was here last week, dude, you guys had a special guest, and I'd appreciate it, dude. Why not? Hey, my name's Dick, not Jack. <laughs> Why didn't you appreciate the last guest? What was wrong with him? I'm just saying you shouldn't you shouldn't have these kind of special guests without letting me know ahead of time. Wait, wait, wait you mean Eric? Yeah, whatever you call him, dude. Why? <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, if you're going to have a special guest like that, you need to let me know ahead of time. Like what? Why? Eric? Common courtesy, hello? <laughs> well, did they tell you I was going to be here? You're fine, dude. <laughs> what makes okay. me fine? You're yeah, hard why? work. You're hard work, Brad Tharp. Are you saying and You don't that think Eric works hard? <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to say, dude? Are you saying he's lazy? Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> when I body slammed Andre the Giant in front of 93,000 screaming Hulkamaniacs, dude, I worked hard to get there. And to see you have another guest without improving himself to get on the show, he probably sold rap CDs before he got here, dude. Whoa. Jesus Christ, He dude. probably sold me one outside of Best Buy. He wow. is a rapper. He is a rapper, however. Well, I mean, he is a rapper. Yeah, what do you, what, did you what's did, the point, did he dude? give you a did he give you an album to listen to on his way out? Yeah, he gave it to me and I listened to it, dude. So what'd you think of it? Let's just say it's not for me. Yeah? What did you compare it to uh uh the Macho Man album? What'd you think of uh what'd you think? Which one's better? What'd you think of Randy's album? Tick duck, tick duck, I hear my name. <laughs> Macho Madness here to save the day. Yeah. I see you in here, Hulkster, and you're over here talking a lot of crap about my friend Eric, and I don't appreciate it. You're looking at the hip-hop superstar aficionado, and I'm going straight to the top. I'm just saying, if you're going to be in here and talk crap about the guests in the Put Me Your Podcast, you're way out of line, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, what about, uh, are you up there with uh, Miss Elizabeth? You guys been hanging out? Me and Liz, we've been doing our thing up and down, just waiting for my other wife to get here. Yeah. Are you waiting for Lex to get up there, too? Lex Luger. Oh, I've been hunting Lex Luger to this very day. I've been in his bathroom. I've been in his hotel room. I even visited him when he was in the clink. Yeah. What are you gonna do when him to uh, when he gets up I'm there? I'm gonna snap him like a slip chip. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I am still the macho madness, and I am curious like a cat to see how long it takes for me and Lex Luger to lock up again. And when I say lock up, I'm gonna throw him in jail. That's where he belongs to be. Yeah, Ma- Officer Macho Man Randy Savage, folks. I'm not talking justice. I'm talking justice. Sit justice. Yeah, brother. Well, let me tell you something, Mach. You're going to come in here and you're going to talk about me. Well, I'm going to talk about you, dude. You just see me on Viceland? You just see my wife, my ex-wife, excuse me? You just see her on the show? She talked nothing but good about you, man. I saw her and she did no favors for the macho man. She made me look crazy. Well, let me tell you something, Jack. You were crazy. I don't care what you have to say. Bulgogi, Hulk Hogi, don't matter. If you're going to be a sandwich, be a sandwich. Well, let me tell you something, Jack. Hulk Hogi is in the house. If you want to take me one-on-one with a little bit of mustard, a little bit of onions, I'll be here all day. Hulk Hogi, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, I'm hungry now. Fuck. I, I, I kind of want a Hogi now, but like maybe in a non-racist way, though. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, seriously, dude, you got to do something about Bogogi barging in your in your podcast. Dude. He didn't even say bye. He just ran out. He just he felt he felt outnumbered. Macho Man came in and um, good. I, I say good. I, I I don't need him on the show anymore. What's next is gonna feel like his uh, first right amendments were violated. Yeah, he's probably gonna pull the race card. Probably, I I think that that sounds like a Bogogi move. Baloney move. <laughs> Baloney <laughs> hogan. <laughs> Baloney hogan. <laughs> he's part of the Hulk hoagie. Uh, God damn, dude. Uh, this show has gone off the rails. <laughs> ah, my voice is. The highlight of okay. SmackDown was uh, Bailey, I think, for me this week, personally. Yeah. Um, she actually cut a good promo, and she didn't seem too bad on the mic. A little, little nervous, but not too bad. Uh, but she she came off really like frustrated and she was there to show it's her time and she's there to prove something only for Charlotte Flair to shut that nice ass down. (laughs) Did you guys notice uh, she literally kicked your ass? The little thing on uh, Charlotte's chin is gone. Yeah, you know who pointed that out to me? My daughter. Really? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she pointed that out. She's like, "What happened to her?" And I'm like, "I don't know." The little butt thing. No, the little wart the or little mole thing. Oh, thing wow. Had. I didn't even notice. Huh. I didn't even notice. The mole no stocky. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe he got what's with, with Andrade. Who get knows? that shit off. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so now we're going to get Charlotte versus Becky again. Uh, not too excited about this match. Um, but I, I, I'd say Becky's going to win. To, yeah. shut, to shut everything down. Be like, okay, well, I didn't beat you at WrestleMania. I'm beating you now. So here you go. I'm hoping for a Bailey heel turn, Money in the Bank cash in. That'd be great. On Becky? On, on Becky. Oh, yeah. After three matches? Yeah. That's the perfect time to cash in. Yeah. Man. Why what not? A right? heel. What a wow. heel. Wow. Yeah. Because Bailey's been wearing dark clothes, if yeah. you noticed recently. Yeah. A little edgier, a little, uh, she's little not, less hat. She's just walking out. She's not waiting for the... No inflatable thing? Yeah, she's not waiting for the for the cue of the music to do the little... Yeah, I she's like just walking it. out pissed off. I like so you, it. So you think that whoever wins a woman's money in the bank's going to cash in the same night? That night. There's no better time to cash in that night. That's though. true. Yeah. You got two matches, and then that that is the perfect opportunity. Yeah, we'll see. Bailey, two belts. I like that, dude. <laughs> Cashing in on both of them. <laughs> Oh, that'd be hilarious. Um, main event, Kofi Kingston beat Shinsuke Nakamura. All hell broke loose. I don't know why Rusev and Lana were there. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm over Lana. Lana? Lana? I'm yeah. over Lana 100%. Um, yeah. She, to me, she's just trying to get herself over. Yes, in, in constantly. Whether it's her Instagram or her Snapchat or whatever, she's always just trying to get herself over, and yeah. I'm, I'm over it. She starts her own chants, and like when you see her on Total Divas and and whatever, she's just she's a mark for herself. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm I will not support Lana anymore. <laughs> Lana. Well, I mean, Aiden English w- did help out in the beginning, but um, yeah, that was all Aiden English that that did it. Um, after he left, yeah, it hasn't worked for Lana. Lana is. Not the best. Lana is number one. And by number one, I mean she's number two. And by that, she means she's shit. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> it took a little while to get there. <laughs> I, to follow. I need a diagram of that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait <laughs> a minute. Not, not the shit. She's shit. Uh, <laughs> that was like a Steiner promo. <laughs> <laughs> math <the> Steiner math. <laughs> oh, that's the best promo ever. Um, but after the match, all hell broke loose. Uh, Shinsuke and Rusev were... T- were Taking on the whole new day, and then Big O 
got up and he had Kofi's back helping him out um, only to turn around and give him a super kick and put on that Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens face where he goes in that zone like Ken Shamrock. Yeah. um, Where he just loses it. (laughs) And now I think we're going to have Kofi's first opponent. Yeah. Awesome. I I mean, it was kind of uh, what else was going to happen here? I mean, Kofi Kingston was going to beat Shinsuke and game over. That's it. Roll credits. Like I, it was kind of hard to uh, not see it coming for me. I was like, man, any second now. So when it happened, I was just like, there it is. Yeah, it wasn't if, but <laughs> when. Yeah. I just felt like it was maybe a little too soon to do that because like, the pay-per-view is not going to be for another month or so. Yeah, they could have waited maybe another week or two. Yeah, but this is Kevin Owens. It's it's his thing that he does. I mean, he gets his best friend Sammy and he Dude. befriends him, the turns on him. That's Jericho why you don't turn. trust the, Kevin the Owens. The Jericho turn. It's Festival like, of friendship. And now he's got a best friend who happens to be the champion? And black. Yeah. So now it's like, what do you think was going to happen? Like, this is his best friend, and he has the belt. Like, oh, don't mind me. Just here to pick up my head. Thank you. Oh. oh, he forgot his hat. Oh, damn. Hey, take it easy, Randy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I'm I'm on board. I think Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston can have a match of the night. Easily. Oh, hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's cool. It's, it's, it's new. It's fresh. It'll be fun to watch. Any closing closing arguments for the show this week? We're gonna be wrapping it up here, folks. We're we're almost there, guys. Uh, yeah, it was hard to watch this week. There was a lot of uninteresting stuff, and it's like on Raw, you had fresh matchups. You had Robert Roode versus Ricochet. You had Cesaro versus uh, uh, what's his name, Cedric Alexander. I'm just waiting for him to be just Cedric. <laughs> oh, maybe it'll just <laughs> or be Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had fresh matches, but for some reason, Raw just still felt stale. Like, by the end, I couldn't wait for it to be over. I totally forgot about this. What do you think about the Minnesota-Oakland Viking Raiders? Uh, wait, the Minnesota-Viking-Oakland Raiders. Yeah, well, Viking Raiders is way better than fucking Viking experience. Yes. It's, so it's an upgrade. It, it is between what the fans totally want and what Vince totally wants is right in the middle. So it's a good compromise, I would say. All right, don't I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna give you what you want. I'm gonna change the name, but you're gonna hear it every time they give their finisher. <laughs> their finish, Why? Their the finisher, finisher is, is called the Viking Experience. Why? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a little bit of what you want, but you're still gonna hear what I want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, Vince God, is such a fucking petty bitch. I love yeah. that guy, Vince. There was nothing wrong with War Raiders. There's nothing. Well, I understand why they changed it from War Machine to War Raiders. I, 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 I get why they did that. But because still. war sounds like warts, and that's on my dick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Wait, what, what about? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> By the way, that check that out. I bro. mean, uh, mm, uh, I, uh, I got a Tyrannosaurus Rex in my office. <laughs> that's better. Uh, what do you think of what? Would, how would you feel if you were a wrestler and, or excuse me, a sports entertainer, <laughs> and uh, your wrestling name was Eric? <laughs> like just yeah, Eric. hi, yeah, hi. I work for uh, World Wrestling Entertainment as a sports oh, entertainer. Really? Oh, you're what? a sports entertainer. Oh, yeah, um, I you go, look like a sports entertainer. Yeah, I go by the name What's, like a. Are you like a tough guy, like a macho man, Randy yeah. Savage, or like a heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, or what? What's your What's your ring name, Eric? E-R-I-K or E-R-I-C? I I don't know. 
E R I C like Eric Cartman or how about like Eric Gibbs like our like our friend our friend of the our show A E R I K. It sounds better when you we say the names together. So, uh, what what what's your name? Uh, I'm Eric and I'm Ivar. We're the Viking, Viking Raiders. Raiders. I oh, I hate God. the Viking Raiders too. It it to me, it's two different things. It sounds Set contradictory. Back back. It's like, oh, we're the truck driver school teachers. <laughs> like it, it's like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. It's professions that don't mix. They're both professions. Yes, but they're two different things. Yes, two different things said uh, consecutively. The it's just Viking weird. Raiders. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it over the Viking experience. I, that, I think he knows that's how we feel. Damn him. Damn you, Vince. But you're going to hear about it <laughs> every time they hit their so, finisher. So what do they raid? Vikings? They're I self-hating Vikings, aren't they? <laughs> They're here to break up Go all the Vikings. Destroy each yeah, other yeah. themselves. Raiding the Vikings. Do you think Kurt Hawkins uh, wrote his line about, because they were almost going to be the berserkers. Do you think that he wrote his own line because they interviewed him right after that and was like, oh, yeah, those guys just went berserk out there. You think that was Hell, written for him? Or I you think, think for sure. It was written for him? I think for sure he made that up. You think he, as a wrestling fan, was like, I'm going to throw this in there. Yeah, I think they wrote that. Yeah, I don't know. We should interesting. Him. We're I, friends with Kurt Hawkins, so we could talk to him. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. to him and ask him. We're not. Fucking berserker. <laughs> um, what's up with Zack Ryder calling him horny? <laughs> horny woolly mammoths is what he called them. <laughs> God damn it. Cheesy as hell. That was just a pop Vince. Yeah. 100% just a pop Vince. Well, when you're rating, you're horny. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I can't <laughs> explain the logic. X-rated. Uh, did, you guys, did you guys like uh, Cesaro winning a match? A singles match? On Finally. Ron? Yes. I, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, you think they're going to follow through with the Cesaro thing that we've been asking for for like seven years? No. Swiss. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, know. I think it's too little too late if they're going to push him as a single star. Yeah. But you never know. I mean... Kofi, eleven they, years. They, they did Kofi, eleven years. Yeah. So, um, what do you I, think? I don't want to give up on Cesaro, but I, the chances don't look good for him. I think it canceled each other out because we. It's like Cedric's first night on Raw, and it's like, okay, Cedric's here. Cool. Maybe we can have him win a match and kind of show what he's about. And he just loses to Cesaro. But at the same time, we've been asking for Cesaro to be a singles guy and win matches. So, it's another one of those things that kind of cancel each other out, like. That's really the curse of having all that fucking talent. Yeah. Yeah, so for sure. So I, I, do, I do empathize with, like, the writers it, and the creative, because who are you going to push? There's so many options you can go Well, with. this is why you should have jobbers on the show and just have I local agree. talent there to build up the, the wrestlers. I mean, look, look what they did with Braun Strowman. Yep. When he first debuted, he went up against local jobbers. I mean, yep. James Ellsworth was, uh, was a nobody before he got in the room with Brock Lesnar, I mean, with Braun Strowman, and, you know, he became... He got his 15 minutes of fame because of that. Yeah. Um, just have local talent be there, yeah. enhancement talent, to build up the stars. Yeah, build up the stars, show off your moveset, get people familiar with your character and your everything ab- about you as a wrestler, and and uh, and then move on from there. And now you're going to get these hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us on another edition of the Put podcast we hope you were thoroughly sports entertained big shout out to our good brother big bad the big brad booty daddy himself hard work brad tharp 
Thanks Yo, for coming thank, on, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having Thanks me, you guys. Again. Do you have love anything be, to Love being on the show. Anything to uh, promote? <laughs> anything? Uh, you want some Instagram followers or Twitter followers or anything? Um, If you want to, it's just a bunch of pictures of my kids and dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But family, it's uh, all beautiful. <laughs> you don't know Jack and Bella. Those are my kids. So if you want to, and go Instagram. F- go check him out. Check out what kind of beer he's drinking, what kind of dog he has. It's a yeah. beautiful dog named Walker. Uh, yeah. Um, and you get another dog named Texas Ranger? Uh, no, he's named after. Uh, here we go. I sound like a dad now. <laughs> he's named after The Walking Dead, so he's he's a walker. And oh, then I had nice. a guinea pig named Dixon, named after the Dixon brothers. Oh wow! Yeah, I Crazy. didn't know that. Yeah, Walking Dead themed. I thought you picked Walker because of uh, Firestone. Oh no, no, it's wa- Walking Dead themed. Oh yeah, you still watch? I do. Yeah. What do you, I have, I haven't watched since Rick died. Spoiler uh, alert. What the fuck? When did Rick die? Well, he's not. He's not dead. <laughs> Son of a! I knew they were gonna do that shit. That's why I stopped watching. He's not dead. That's <laughs> Vince McMahon book in that show or what? <laughs> well, he got oh picked God. up. He got picked up in a helicopter and went to another. Son of a bitch! <laughs> God. God damn, pal, that's good writing. <laughs> no, because it makes sense. It's gonna make sense down the line. Oh yeah, when we put the boat belts on Roman, <laughs> it's gonna make perfect sense, pal. Uh, yeah, it's. A lot of people don't like it. I still like it. Uh, it's it's almost like the bad relationship thing, though, too. <laughs> I've ten seasons in. I can't just stop. I, I was like that, too. And then they just piled up on the DVR, and I just stopped watching. Yeah. If they have, like, a recap of from that moment to now, I'll watch that and maybe hop back into it. But Yeah. I want it to end. As I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm like, all right, man, just let us know what, what the hell's going on. Is this a biblical thing? Is this a... What the hell is it? Did... did uh, what is it? The um, Breaking Bad theory, where all the meth that they cooked got in the air and and and, uh, and made the world go crazy. I don't know. There's all kinds of theories. Find out next week on our episode of the Put Me Walker podcast. Ooh, <laughs> spinoff, <laughs> spinoff show. Uh, thanks again for joining us in another edition this week, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. We are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting, and we will see you next week. <laughs>